Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 458, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. And guys, I am so excited right now. I just got back from Chicago, had a great time in Chicago. Podcast Movement 2016 was a great success. I think there was about 1,600 people there. Excellent event, great production. Now, something interesting happened with my experience in Chicago and Podcast Movement this year. I approached it in a completely different way. Many of you know that if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, you know that just three weeks ago, Stephanie and I went to Dallas, Texas for the Unleash the Power Within event with Tony Robbins. One of the things that I came away from with Unleash the Power Within is a completely different mindset about life. And I know some people are already a little freaked out about Cliff Ravenscraft going to a Tony Robbins event. Did he get brainwashed? Stephanie and I talked about our experience there, right? But I will tell you, it is fair to say that that event in Dallas was life-changing. It changed my life. I will tell you that. There are many things that I learned there that literally changed my life. One thing that's been exciting is the fact that I realize after going to that event that I am in 100% complete control over my emotional state, that I can choose the emotional state that I live in and I can change my emotional state in an instant. So I can actually be angry and furious and if I choose to do so and I don't want to be angry and furious any longer, I can in an instant change my emotional state to one of happiness and great joy. I can do that, and I can do that by changing one of three things or all three things together. One is my physiology, the way that I hold my body or the way that I'm using my body, the way that I breathe. For example, if you can just imagine yourself depressed, think about how you feel when you're depressed. What do you do? Your shoulders are slumped down, you have shallow breathing, you're kind of looking down, What about the muscles on your face? You might have a little bit of a frown on your face and your physiology and the the way you breathe. And if you just put a smile on your face and you sit straight up, put your chest out, bring your shoulders high, sit like you would with boldness and confidence and stuff like that, all of a sudden you just, you start feeling a little bit different. There's a whole lot about physiology that you can change. The next thing is your focus. What are you focused on? And one of the quotes that I I pull away from there, and I probably will never forget this, is what you focus on is what you feel. What you focus on is what you feel. If you're focused on what made you angry, why you're angry, the thing that somebody just did or said to you or whatever circumstance that's just made you angry, if you focus on it and continue to think about it and focus on it, it's only going to cause you to continue to be angry. It can be an intense focus for you that carries you out and you just take that anger. Now, if you have this thing happen to you and you force yourself to focus on something that is something that you appreciate or brings great joy to your life, think about a moment in your life that you would just experience this great, the highest emotional, beautiful state that you had. And one place where I could go at any moment in time if I choose to do so is I could go to the day that I was standing at the front of a church on August 17th, 1996, holding my wife's hands. Actually, it was Stephanie. We we were in front of a minister looking into each other's eyes. I can close my eyes and I see vividly in my mind 
the exact way the eyeliner makeup and the eyelash makeup made my wife's eyes look the day where she was standing there in her white dress and she had the veil on as we were getting married. I remember looking down at her hands and seeing her hands shaking in mine. I remember actually the tear that was running down and how that actually created a little trail that was going down her face through the makeup that she had on her face that day. And, and and just the smile and I rem- and all of a sudden I guys I I just now worked myself into goosebumps okay I physically have goosebumps right now as I just now put myself into that state and I, and and the funny thing is is I am feeling great joy I am feeling I feel right at this very second in time exactly the same exact feeling that I had as we were standing there in the front of that church. And all of a sudden, I can right now, in my eyes, I can focus on looking and seeing all the people that were in the church that day. I see the people that loved us. I see the people who are the most important people in our lives, the people who 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 believed in us, the people who were so excited for us, the people who came to celebrate with us. I feel the love in that room. I feel the hope in that room. All of it, now, what, do you see how I can, I, I'm like, I, gosh, I wish you could see this. If this was video, I would show you the goosebumps. I would show you the hairs standing up on my arm right now. In an instant, anytime I want, I can force myself to focus on that moment and feel that emotion. I learned that at the Tony Robbins event. And it's incredible. I, there's so much more I could share with you on that. But I learned that I can change it. And I can also change my language. So there are three things you can change. Your physiology. You can change what you focus on. You can also change your language. You can say, well, you know, I always, you know, I, I always do that. I, 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 man, why did I do that? Why do I always mess up? Why am I so horrible? Why am I such a bad dad? Why do I screw up every opportunity with my kids? Do you hear that language? And you know what? There's an answer to every single one of those questions. Your subconscious mind is so powerful that when you ask it a question, it's going to come up with answers for you. It's going to try everything within its power to give you answers to the questions you ask. And so if you ask the if you use the language, what's wrong with me? Why do why am I such a bad dad? Let me give you some possibilities of why you're such a bad dad. Well, here's what reason number one. You put your you care about your business more than you care about your kids. And that's obvious because, well, that's where you spend most of your time. And where you spend most of your time it shows you where are your priorities on. That's just one. Do how many of these reasons of why you're su- why am I such a bad dad? How many answers would you like me to give you? That's what your subconscious mind is saying. Now, I could be depressed and feel like I just am a failure, miserable father as a result of a mistake that I just obviously made, and I could get depressed about it, and and, and I could start asking myself those questions, or I can use different language. I could say, man, I totally just screwed that one up. I've done that in the past. What can I do to make this better? What can I do to help restore this relationship what can i do what can i do to avoid having this happen in the future what words do i need to say to show how sorry i am and how much i deeply love and care for my kids do you see that, that, that now that's not, that's just not changing the focus that's just asking different questions that's using different language now sometimes you might actually be using language out loud but oftentimes aren't we having language in the back of our mind so did i learn something valuable at tony robbins event just knowing one thing i learned at the tony robbins event is that i am always in complete control over what emotional state that I'm in. 
will I ever be depressed? Will I ever be angry? Yeah, I'm a human being, right? But do I have to stay there? No. And I love Tony Robbins actually talks about this. He's like, where's your home? The question is, isn't do you ever experience any of these? The question is, where do you live emotionally? What is your normal state? When you just like put yourself in neutral, where do you live emotionally? Where is neutral for you? Where is home for you emotionally? And so that's something I learned. And it's like, you know what, angry people, if somebody's emotional home is anger, they're always angry about everything, everything sets them off. It's like, man, you just say something the wrong way and boom, they explode. Angry people who live in the home of anger as their default emotional state, they find ways to get angry about things even if they don't have anything to be angry about. They'll find a way. Are you depressed? Is that where you is that where you live most of the time? Now, would you like to change that? Do you want to learn how to change that? Yes, you can change your emotional state anytime you want, and you change it by changing your physiology, your focus, and or your language. Those three things, boom, you can do it. And he showed us at this conference, He through the f- course of the four, four days, we changed our emotional state at a snap of a finger many different times. This wasn't like hypnotism or anything like that. This was literally just life principles and these are universal principles that if you just practice them, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm I, right now at this very moment in time, I'm just happy and excited and stuff like that. I am not in the exact same emotional state of overwhelming joy and just in awe that I was just a moment ago. My, I don't have, I, my hairs on my arms are not standing up right now because I am not currently in the same exact emotional state that I was just a moment ago when I decided to focus on that very moment in time when I stood in front of that crowd on that church. Now, if I want to, I can choose in a snap to put myself back into that emotional state. I can. I can put myself there and I can put, I can hold my body the way I did that day. I can focus on, I close my eyes and focus what I saw there. And, and I can put, and matter of fact, here they come. There, guys, I wish you could see it. The, I just there that quickly, the, 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 ar- the hairs on my arm. And I, you know what? I don't even recall this. Maybe my subconscious has it remembered somewhere, but I, I, I am willing to bet anything that if I could go back and see video, at, like if I had super high def of, uh, of up close picture of me and Stephanie on that, in front of that church that day, I bet you anything that that day when I was, when I was experiencing all those things, I, I bet you anything, the hairs, I bet you I had goosebumps and the hairs on my arms were standing that day because I literally can put myself in that exact moment in time. It's incredible. So th- knowing this, it's like, okay, so t- so what did I learn at the Tony Robbins event? I know I'm going all over the place in this episode, but I promise you I'm going somewhere. Um, but so I learned that I am complete control in complete control of my emotional state. I can change it. I might get angry, I might get depressed based upon some circumstances, but I don't have to live there. I can go to my home, and my home is what he suggests is what we call a beautiful state of mind. You want to live in a depressed home uh, emotionally? Do you want to live in anger? Do you want to live in despair? Do you want to live in suffering? Is that what you want? Or if you could, would you choose to live in a beautiful state of mind? And I'm like, wait a second. If I am in control of that, you know what? I would like to live in a beautiful state of mind. And do you know what learning that did for me? It helped answer one of the greatest problems that I have faced 
in my lifetime as a father and even as a husband. And it has solved the problem of being able to live within the moment, to seeing every single moment that I'm living in life as the gift that it is and fully enjoying that moment right there, right then. Not focused and in that moment, not focused on the past and what has gone wrong or what has gone right and living that out in my mind, being depressed about what went wrong, being angry about what didn't happen the way I wanted it to, or being so excited and just living in the past about that past excitement. When in reality, right now at this moment, it is the greatest gift that I have. It is right now. It is a gift that I'm living in. And, and I, I should be fully enjoying it, but I, I don't want to be living in the past. I want to live right here, right now. And more than not, what I found as a father spending time with my kids, oftentimes I would find myself living in the future or the actually living in a fantasy because oftentimes what I wasn't thinking of is I wasn't thinking of the future of what will really happen because what I was doing is I was making up possible stories of what the future would look like. Sometimes my my thoughts in the moment while spending time with my wife or spending time with my kids is man i'm spending i'm sitting here doing this you know there's so many other things i didn't get done at work today there's the past and all this other stuff and if i don't do this then what's going to happen and it's like oh my gosh i'm not going to have enough of this and this isn't i'm not going to be able to make ends meet there and i i'm really pushing things here and it's like all of a sudden i'm afraid of what might happen and i'm making up a potential bad scenarios in the future and i and and i'm not enjoying the moment i'm always thinking i like i need to get out of this moment and I need to hurry up so we can get back home so that I can get right back to work and start working on these things. So these, so this potential bad future that I've created in my mind so that I can avoid that from happening. I need to get back home and get back to work. Why? The thing is, I'm here. I'm in this moment. Why not enjoy this moment? And why not have an emotional state that is that sees this as the gift? Why be anxious? Why be why be depressed? Why be angry? Why be any of those things? Why not anytime I'm in the presence of my wife or any or all of my children, why not choose to be in a beautiful, joy-filled, emotional state? Why not live in a state of celebration and appreciation, a, a state of I enjoy life? And I made a decision while I was in Dallas, Texas at that event that I am committed to living in a home emotionally that is a beautiful state of mind. And that state is gratitude. That state is appreciation. It is joy. It is adventure. It is love. That it is, it is awe. That is my home. That is my new home emotionally. And I came away with that. And I will tell you, it has radically transformed my parenting. It has radically transformed my everything. I love time with my family. I love time at work. I love time alone. I love times with friends. I love time in the car. I love time at the gym. I am much more in the moment. I have never, there have been times when I've, I've learned to live in the moment and had experienced a little minute glimpses of it here and there, but I've been consistently, consistently living in and enjoying each moment since I've returned from Dallas, and that's been weeks now, and it hasn't worn off. And you know what? I have it on good authority from some friends who also have been to this event, who also learned this principle, and it's been true for them as well. 
And those people have told me, says Cliff, it's not like I've never been depressed. In fact, I was a good friend of mine who has told me, it's like, yeah, man, I'm really feeling down. And, and what I've learned and what they know is that they don't have to live there. And that they can change it, and they have, and I've seen it. And and they so so Cliff, don't don't worry, because one of the things that I was afraid of is, is this just going to wear off one day. And it is like I can tell you, it's been years, and it's not worn off. It, what you've this is it's life changing, and I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. So I just shared with you. That's just one thing. Now, how does that play in, and 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 where did where did I leave Chicago? Right. So here's here's how that works into the Chicago deal. So. I get, I came back and you know, do I do I despise spending fifty hours and four days in a conference hall in Dallas Texas? Well, go back an episode or two when Stephanie and I talked about our experience at Unleash the Power Within event. You can see that it was a grueling fifty hours, but man, was it worth it? Yes. Would I do it again? Yeah, I would actually. Uh, do I feel like I need to? No, I don't. Uh, but will I in the future? I have no idea. I, if if I do another Tony Robbins event, it'd probably be one of the other ones that he has to offer. Was it worth it? Yes. Did I learn how to change my emotional state that I'm in control of it all the time? Did I choose a new home, which is a beautiful state, and can I change it anytime I want and live in? Yes. And I have. And and so what I find is that, man, this is, I, I'm a different person as a result of this little tiny thing that I learned. And that's just one thing I learned at this event from Tony Robbins. And uh, so here's here's what I can tell you is I knew I wanted to go to Chicago. Uh, when I decided to go to Chicago, I asked Stephanie if she wanted to go. And I said, well, wouldn't it be great if we could take the kids? Last time we went for Taylor Swift, we didn't really get to do anything. I saw the city, but you guys really only saw the concert and I, and of course Stephanie went back for another concert with the kids and they explored a little bit of Chicago they did some things but I didn't go for that concert and they went with a friend and they explored some things but they still didn't explore some of the awesome things that Chicago had to offer I said why don't we all go and we'll turn this into like a vacation for the family and she says okay and so going to podcast movement there's tons of podcasters there that's where my community hangs out you know the the largest penetration of my community those of you who listen to this show anyway are hanging out at podcast movement and and I know a lot of people like to connect and network and I certainly wanted to make that a priority but the thing is, is man I really wanted to spend some time with my family in Chicago I I didn't want to have that whole thing where I'm spending you know two or three days in the conference hall at Podcast Movement while my wife and my kids are out there exploring all these awesome things that Chicago has to offer. And they're they're creating memories, they're enjoying this beautiful state, these all these wonderful things all together as a family and without me while I'm doing my thing at the conference. And so I decided ahead of time, I said, you know what, I'm approaching uh, Podcast Movement 2016 in Chicago a little differently. I posted in all of my private groups that I have, you know, people who used to be a part of my podcast mastermind that I, the organization that I did, uh, people who, all the hundreds and hundreds of people who have gone through my podcasting A to Z course, I have a private Facebook group for them. And then I also published on my public Facebook timeline, I said, connecting at podcast movement in Chicago. And I explained to everybody, guys, I'm heading to Chicago. I'm so excited to see many of you there. If you're going to be at Podcast Movement 2016, I hope that we have an opportunity to connect. I want to let you know that I'm bringing my entire family and we're spending this week as a vacation in Chicago. And if you want to connect, 
here's what's going to happen. I am going to show up from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. right before the podcast awards. I'm going to be in the open registration area. I'll be wandering through there. If you'd like to connect, that is a perfect time for us to connect. And then outside of that, on Friday morning at 11.15, I will be speaking in this room. Now, before that time, before 11.15 a.m., I probably won't be available for networking or connecting because I'll be preparing for my talk. I did look at the schedule. I've got a big room. After my talk, it's a lunch break. It's a very long lunch break. And so immediately following my talk, I'm not going to be rushed out of the room. There's not another session immediately following me. So I'm going to hang out in that room for as long as people are still in that room who want to hang out and network. So those are the, if you if you'd like to connect with me, that's where these are the two opportunities. And so I, my family came with me to the, the the networking that happened before the podcast awards. All of my family was there, all five of us. And my family came to the venue. They unfortunately did not make it to my talk. They slept in that morning because we hit Chicago pretty hard the day before. But the they did come after my talk and they saw the people networking and stuff like that. And they got to say hi to some people and I got to introduce them to a lot of folks. And then afterwards, we did, all five of us hung around and watched the talk that Dan Miller did. And uh, we did a little bit of networking there and then we, blasted out the door because I had I had told people when we would be there and and so I I got to I got everything that I loved to get out of podcast movement my goal to get there was number one I wanted to connect and network with anybody who wanted to connect and network with me and hopefully they saw the message of when that was available and and I got to hundreds of you hundreds of you came up and we got to talk and thank you for that it was a huge blessing highlight of chicago podcast movement 2016 thank you for that i got to talk give my message to an audience i was in a very large room had a very good turnout i mean it was it was an incredible audience thank you guys so much for coming to it each time i get on stage over these past 19 months the way that I physically look and feel is, is just, it, it increases my confidence to no end. And and uh, a friend of mine, Chris Lewis, took a picture with his camera. He took a bunch of pictures, but he took this one photo of me while I was speaking on stage at Podcast Movement. And uh, it's my favorite picture of me on a stage so far. In fact, it's the cover image right now of my Facebook profile. So if you go to facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft and you want to see that photo, go to facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. You can see the picture of me up on stage at Podcast Movement. Absolutely love that photo. Thank you, Chris, for taking it. It had a great time at Podcast Movement. But here's the thing. The rest of Chicago, outside of the two hours before the podcast awards and a little bit of the podcast awards, and then outside of you know being there, I was there all morning preparing for my talk, a couple hours of networking afterwards, Dan Miller's talk, and then after that, that was that's all I spent at the actual venue. I'm absolutely certain that there was so much value that could have been gained had I invested more time networking with even more people, meeting people that didn't know me, meeting people that I don't know. I bet you there would have been so much value had I sat in on so many other people's wonderful sessions that they spent so much time preparing for. There's no question that there is value there. In fact, I've talked to tons of people who did all of those things and they talk nonstop about how awesome their experience was. But for me this year, my priority going in was experiencing Chicago with my family. You guys I just got to understand, I spent years and years and years putting this business, putting this brand, putting my own significance before everything else. 
and not anymore. No, my family came first during this family trip, and they they saw the priorities that I had and and um, the things that we got to do. Just to give you an example, this is just some of the stuff. Our family explored the Shed Aquarium together. We went to, down to the Adler Planetarium together and explored that place. Then we spent time, then, by the way, we were there for, I think, five days so we did a couple things each day. We explored all of the that the Field Museum had to offer, the uh, Museum of Natural History. I got to see the Terracotta Warriors. I know Father Roderick got to see them up and close and personal in China, but at least I got to see a, a bunch of them, the real actual Terracotta Warriors, there in an exhibit at the Field Museum. That was incredible. What else did we do? We got to go to the top of the sky deck of Willis Tower. I've never been to the top of that. When it was, it's all, it was always called the Sears Tower. Never had been up there before in my life. I've been to Chicago so many times and it's just something I never had a chance to do. So it's now the Willis Tower. Went up to the sky deck with my family. Got incredible photos. Had a great time there. We went to the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. That was our favorite place. All of us as a family decided that was, of all the places we went, that was our favorite. We went down the Miracle Mile, all the shopping that you can possibly do. We did. We walked the Miracle Mile together. We had ice cream at Gear Deli's Chocolate, and I had myself a banana split, and I enjoyed every single calorie I had of it. It was incredible. We had the most wonderful time. We saw a movie while we were there as a family. We went to this AMC there on the off the Miracle Mile. And they had, uh, it was like a four or five story theater. We went to the top floor. We had these reclining seats and we saw a comedy movie. We saw Central Intelligence, which was a hilariously funny movie. We had such a great time. But guys, I got to tell you, I I can say this. While I was with my family, before my talk, I wasn't worried about my talk, preparing for my talk. I wasn't worrying about all the people I'm not getting to connect with while I'm missing the first full day of the conference. I wasn't worried about anything. I was in the moment with my family. And not only that, but there. let me just say this, okay? I don't want anybody to think that Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft are the perfect parents and they have the perfect three kids. I have an 11-year-old daughter, a 14-year-old son, and a 16-year-old daughter. And let me just tell you, not all of them were happy sunshines and rainbows the entire time. They didn't all want to explore the city just as much as everyone else at any given point in time. There were certainly some things that some of our children loved to do more than others, and they were just like, oh, I'm done with this. Can't we just go back and get some sleep and all this other stuff? And so there, there were times and there were opportunities for me to change my emotional state, and there were temptations to change my emotional state to being, let's just say, being angry that so-and-so is acting out and, and not being a team player. There is a temptation to be disappointed that our children aren't necessarily fully enjoying all of this right now because they just are focused on something else but man if if they just this isn't an opportunity that everybody gets to do and so I just wish they would just appreciate this more and just being just I had I had the opportunity to focus on feeling and emotionally disappointed in my children I had the opportunity to be all these other things I had the opportunity to be worried and anxious about my talk I had the opportunity to be all these other emotional states but I chose and and sometimes I had to immediately snap myself back into an emotional state of 
being in a beautiful and emotional state, of one of great joy and appreciation for each moment that I was living with my family. I was tempted to even be a little bit bummed, disappointed, and even slightly depressed that this was the one opportunity, it was the best I've ever felt on stage physically, emotionally, and it was a great size audience, and man, the way the message came across, the energy in the room, it was such an opportunity for my wife and my kids to come and see me on stage doing what I love, and there was an opportunity to be a little bit disappointed and bummed and depressed about the fact that that they showed up about 45 minutes too late. You know, that, 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 that was, that was a little bit of an opportunity for me to focus on that and to feel that, but you know what, there's other opportunities, you know, it, 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 I chose to say, you know what, that's not what I'm going to focus on. I'm, gosh, I'm, if anything, what can I, what can I change? What I can focus on the fact that, man, my kids are healthy. I mean, there's so many things to be grateful for. And we're in Chicago and we are debt free and we're, we have the opportunity. And this afternoon, we're going to go and do all these other great things. I have the opportunity, if I choose to do so, to be grateful, appreciative, and love on my family in ways that they never dreamed that their dad could love them. And that's what I chose. And all of that I was able to accomplish as a result of what I learned, just one thing I learned at Unleash the Power Within. So yeah, it was life-changing. And it changed my experience in Chicago. And that's how I did Podcast Movement 2016 in Chicago. I loved the event. It was great. I'm grateful and honored by the opportunity that I had to speak there. And for each of you that I connected with, I am so honored that we had the opportunity to connect. And there's even Stephanie Zimmer, who I knew wanted to connect with me there. And and I saw that, and I was hoping that she would be there during the networking before, and that we would do that. And, and I, I hate the fact that we did not connect. Stephanie Zimmer has been a part of my community way before this podcast ever existed, all the way back to the lost days. And she was there and we didn't connect. And I I feel a little bit bad about that, but I'm not going to focus on feeling bad about that. I, I missed that opportunity. And I'm sure that because I didn't spend more time at the event, there's probably a few more of you that we didn't connect. And I'm sorry about that, but that's how I explored and experienced Chicago Podcast Movement 2016, and overall, I made the right decisions for me and my family and what I needed to do at this point in this season of my life, and so that's my, that, my friends, is what I've been up to, and I'm so excited about it. I, I've got more I could share, lots more. I'm sure there'll be other wonderful episodes where I talk about other great things that I learned at Unleash the Power Within, the things that I'm learning now as a result of the way that I'm spending my time in the mornings and and organizing my life and the things that I'm focused on. And so many things are awesome right now and changing and and exciting, so much clarity for the future, so much. Before we go, one last thing. My next session of podcasting A to Z is coming up in two weeks. It starts on Monday, August 1st. This is my 26th time I'll be doing this course. And I, you know, I'm starting to think about changing the language that I use for this. It's not a course. It is a course. But I, it, it literally is a four-week group training program. And it actually is a four-week coaching program where I'm your personal coach for four weeks. I think emphasis, I believe that you could put on the word course 
and and it's, you might think it's an online course and it's just things that I do when I have time and 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 I really don't have interaction with Cliff. That's not it at all. This is it's coaching and it's not just group coaching. It's like oh, Cliff puts us on a weekly webinar and and he answers questions for everybody and I might get some of my answers question or, or my questions answered. We do have four weekly group coaching calls. We do have a course of of tutorials that you can watch at your leisure. And, and they're assigned to you. But here's the Im- most important thing I want you to understand. This literally is four weeks of me as your personal coach. You have direct access. You can ask me an unlimited number of questions for four weeks. And I promise you, and every single student has gone through this, more than 560 students have gone through this course. All of them will tell you that if you ask me a question, I promise you, I will answer it personally from me to you. There you go. That's podcasting A to Z. If you are interested in more details, head over to podcastinga2z.com. I desperately look forward to the opportunity of being your personal coach in August. Head over to podcastinga to z.com. Until next time, my friends, I encourage each and every one of you to take everything you do in life to the next level.